the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. JKL Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call JKL Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program on this day after the election, even though this still hasn't fully been decided, is brought to you by our friends... <clears throat> At Preferred Towing, you know, at Preferred Towing Recovery, located in Lincoln, they uh, they cover the entire state, Christine and Mark. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, pri- private property towing services. Mark has been doing repossessions for over 30 years. They get the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing Recovery. They also buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. You know, you've been planning on restoring that car and it's just sitting in your garage. Well, Instead, call and get a fair offer today. Preferred Towing. You can call them at 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online, preferredrecovery.com. Well, folks, it's John DePietro again. This uh, developing story, it's still going on. <clears throat> I think what's going on with uh, President Trump is very, very unfair. This is, first of all, a tremendous night last night for the president. We're all waiting to see exactly how this pans out. I don't like the way this whole business goes with all these days afterwards mail ballots for a long time as many of you know have been uh, the subject of very you know disputed elections now there is good news on the home front and that is there's going to be a change at the house speaker nick mattiello has conceded so barbara ann fenton fung i believe we are going to talk to her at some point during the course of the program uh, she has filled in for me on this program wife of mayor fung she has been successful mattiello has conceded there will be a new speaker. It is about time. 
He has been uh, filled with corruption. He's all about just being there. What's in it for me? So Speaker Nick Mattiello has gone down to defeat. As far as the Trump people, the Trump people get out and voted yesterday. The Trump people, the president, incredible resolve. Folks, I hope they don't steal it from him. I really do. And they have to fight it because this is crazy what's going on. All the Democrat shenanigans, the media has been against him. You know, last night it was, like many of you, it was fantastic to watch as they were completely thrown. <clears throat> They've been telling you all along that the president didn't have a shot, that this was going to be a Biden blowout. Could be in limbo for days. I mean, we don't know. The president cannot concede. There's no way. It's also disgraceful, these groups that have been clashing outside the White House and Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They're all set up there. Uh, but this national map, the president winning Florida last night. Think of that. And Mike Bloomberg dumped $100 million in the state of Florida. President Trump still won. Um, and then also um, we're waiting with some of these other states. Ohio was close. Listen, it was going to be a close election because of the pandemic, because of the way the media has been against him. And for a time yesterday, I, I do not like this early voting, and I don't like the mail ballots. Now, if they want to do the early voting, folks, I think it should be condensed to a couple different days. I, I, I spoke with so many different people that said it was convenient to be able to go just a couple days beforehand. But I, I don't like this open window. And if you're going to do early voting, then there, something has to be done about the mail ballots. You, you can't have both. And I know that because of the pandemic, they just mailed out all those mail ballots. Who knows how many ballots were filled out? I, I actually don't believe that the state name change. I, I don't think that. I mean, I don't think it passed. I don't. I know they wanted to make it pass. The Providence voting list still remains a problem. But President Trump last night, that Florida, folks, it wasn't your imagination between all the boat parades and the rallies and the caravans. And I, I the, the president, I mean, they, they're doing everything in their power <clears throat> to try to prevent them now from stealing this election. But the state name change, I don't believe it, that it went to 52%. The people rejecting it, rejecting the state name change, changing the official state a name of the state of Rhode Island, state of Rhode Island Providence Plantation, they're trying to tell you that 52%, almost 53% of the people said, yes, let's change it. And 47% said no. 10 years ago, that was over 70%. I, I just, I don't believe there was a 35-point swing. And the amount of votes that switched it was 230,000 to 206,000. Now, do I think that there could have been 10 to 20,000 mail ballots? It was mail ballots that changed it, by the way. I don't believe that. How about the fact that all night long, President Trump was uh, first he was ahead of Joe Biden in Rhode Island. Then he was slightly behind by he President Trump was behind Biden by 4000 votes. Suddenly bring in the mail ballots. Biden goes to 282. President Trump goes to 187. So they're saying Biden won Rhode Island uh, 59 to 39, 20 point swing. I that's another one. I don't believe that. And the, the, I think that the Board of Elections atrocious last night. And problems in Cranston, which is a joke. How are you having problems in Cranston? The last election in Cranston with Mattiello ended up in court. And they still couldn't get it right. And there was Nelly Gobia out posing for pictures with the new uh, mayor of Central Falls. So, folks, President Trump did fantastic last night. I think he won. And I think it will show that he is the winner. Uh, they have to go through all the motions right now. And we know that it's still a lot of uncounted ballots. I believe that President Trump 
won. He ran a great uh, race <clears throat> uh, despite everything. He finished very, very strong. Uh, he looked great last night. Then let this go to court. They have, We are not giving this up. There's no way. Now, I'm going to have more on the whole Mattiello situation. Folks, remember, you can log on at the website, topetro.com, brought to you by Allstate Lock, residential, commercial, car key, security cameras, Allstate Lock, and online, allstatelock.com. Call them at 349-0042, 349-0042 for Allstate Lock. So I will have that posted on the website, topetro.com. Now, we're going to follow all the results. Obviously, the presidential election, it's still an ongoing situation. We're going to uh, follow it, bring you the latest. But last night, and also congratulations go out to uh, Mayor uh, Baldelli Hunt, who held on. Very good challenge. Race run by John Breen. Not easy to take out an incumbent during a pandemic. Warwick has a new mayor. Cranston has a new mayor. Warwick, though, has a new mayor. That Frank Pocosi, that's shocked a lot of people. There was some, it is not easy running for office. It's certainly not easy running during a pandemic. So I give credit to uh, everyone. The big winner last night, uh, some of the progressives got drummed out, which was big, but then others uh, were able to hold on in certain areas. They get out, they campaign, something needs to be done about it. I don't believe the state name change. And I don't think that that Biden vote tally, I don't, I don't think it's accurate in Rhode Island. I don't. Something needs to be done about the Providence voter rolls, folks. And also this record turnout. I, I just... I, I, I don't buy into any of it. I don't know if the Republican Party is going to challenge it. It's tough to quantify it, but I, I just I don't believe it doesn't match, you know, what what we're what we're seeing with our eyes. This portion of the John DePietro show, folks, is brought to you by Henry Oil. Make them your oil company. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, 401 521 Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, and online at henryoil.com. So Mattiello is out. There will be a new speaker. I know him. He's from Warwick. His name is Joe Sakachi. Now, unless there's some big power struggle, it would seem that Sakachi, who was Mattiello's number two, it would seem that he's going to take over. The race for the White House, I don't believe it's going to be decided today. I don't think it's going to be decided tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be decided Wednesday. And if I'm the Trump the Trump people, I don't blame them. I wouldn't give it up. Too much shenanigans in some of these states. Uh, the state name change. In, but the, the Mattiello, that's, that's a huge shift. That's a huge shift with the speaker being knocked out. Again, I mean, the guy was up there, the Mattiello crime family. It looks like their reign has come to an end. So we'll um, have the latest. All right, a lot more ahead. We're going to talk to Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Folks, it's the day after, but it's still going right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 
336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Ever in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website petro.com folks joining me right now he uh, covers rhode island for the for the boston globe it's dan mcgowan and dan i want to say out of the box i i just found it cruel the way the results were posted for pretty good amounts of time last night and then it was like well wait a minute more results have to come in because for for a couple hours last night rhode island was a pretty nice place and i talked with <laughs> with, with two people that that thought they won last night and then it was and then it was later, then it was 11, and then it was midnight, then it was 1, and then finally the, um, the results. I want to just give you a thought on the Board of Elections, Give it, if you have any information on, on how, what exactly happened last night. There was so delayed getting the results out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's extremely disappointing uh, because, you know, we, we sort of had set our expectations for, uh, you know, we, we're, we were all conscious of there, there needed to, there was going to be at least some weight, right? We knew we'd get an initial batch of results, uh, you know, between the eight and nine o'clock hour, which were the day of votes. And, and so, you know, I think all of us were certainly the media were, uh, you know, okay with that. But then, you know, when you're told to expect those first round of early voting numbers to come in, you know, sometime in the 10 o'clock hour, um, and, and, you know, what happened was there, there was a, a very small number dumped. It was a maybe 
eight, 10,000 votes dumped and then complete radio silence for, you know, go upwards of, of 75 minutes, I think it was. And, and suddenly you're into the 11, 15, 11, 30 hour. You know, if you're thinking about this in TV purposes, you're past the 11 you know, o'clock shows and things like that. It's you know, very chaotic. Um, I, I don't have any insight on, on what happened. Uh, you know, I know there was some kind of weird things that happened in, in Cranston with like the transfer of votes. Um, but it was much slower than, uh, than any of us anticipated. And you're right. I mean, what it did was it caused real chaos because <clears throat> the day of vote overwhelmingly in, you know, almost every community in the state uh, went pretty hard Republican. Yes. Uh, you know, Jim Langevin losing at, at, at the day of to uh, to Bob Lancia. You know, you saw Trump within very, you know, one percent or something like that with, with Joe Biden. Um, you know, again, you're you've been around a long time. So have I like we knew where, you know, we knew there was going to be a big blue wave. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of people who started to get very antsy. I mean, you're right. Talking to people who either thought they won or you know, Democratic operatives who are saying to me, I don't know what just happened in Rhode Island. And, you know, again, you're, you're, you're freaking out, you're watching the national election too. And so I, I, I you know, we all kind of, if you, if you took a step back, you would have understood this, but it, it was a poor job by the Board of Elections to set the expectation that we might really know outcomes by, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, we're we're into past 1 a.m. and CNN still hasn't called Rhode Island for, for Joe Biden. Right. After the state, you know, they had called it like 810 that yeah. he had won Rhode Island. It was it was it was past 11 o'clock and President Trump was still ahead in Rhode Island. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the rush was to, to call that. And I'd love to know who made the call on that, because they certainly were tabulating that way. Yes. Bob Lanson was Peter Landry and Warwick, which was. Yeah. Unbelievable. And as someone was, you know, th- this was the first time we had the three waves with the day of and then the early voting and the mail ballots. And as someone that was reading them live, I was pretty excited. Like, congratulations to all these di- different people. Right now, though, the big story, Dan, without question, it, it still seems to be Cranston. And then barring something with uh, this whole business of a transmitting or whatever it is, it would certainly seem we do have a new mayor in Cranston and Bob Rand Fenton Fung has come out of the box. She ran a very, very strong campaign. You could feel the sand really shifting there in Cranston. Uh, unless you have different information, I believe she has beaten Speaker Nick Mattiello. Yeah, I mean, there there would have to be a astronomical loss on the early vote numbers for. I mean, you know, she could she would have to lose a thousand votes uh, in this, or by a thousand votes. I mean, we're talking you know, an 80-20 type loss, which there's there's no sign that that's going to happen. In fact, it's interesting, John, you and I joked last week, We I think I said to you, I could see a scenario where we know the outcome of District 15 very quickly. And the truth yeah. is, the, the, the early voting number, or I'm sorry, the day of voting numbers proved it, right? We actually yes. did know by about 8.30, we knew that it, it was looking very good for Barbara Ann Fenton but we had to hold off for a very long time uh, because we were waiting, you know, and, and in fact, the early vote, the, the true early vote, which is different than the mail vote, uh, still hasn't come out as you and I are talking right now. 
the mail ballot, uh, Barbara Ann Fenton-Fung and, and Nick Mattiello ran roughly even. Nick was slightly ahead of her, uh, but again, completely insurmountable when it comes to her dominating performance. And, you know, I tried to stay in touch with that campaign throughout the day uh, yesterday and certainly, of course, in the days leading up. And they were extremely confident. Uh, and on the flip side, I think the Mattiello campaign they did what they what they do. They did what you would expect. They had, you know, a, an army of volunteers, most of them state house employees. They were ready to go. Uh, they did not see this this wave coming. And interestingly, I mean, I was talking to lawmakers who, you know, are monitoring this because I'm sure we're going to talk about the, the potential speakers race here. Uh, people were looking at this. Somebody said somebody very high up on the speakers team said to me, maybe an hour before polls closed, they said, there are all these new votes in District 15. That has to be uh, you know, Democratic voters who just are coming out for the first time to vote for President Trump. And I said, I don't know if there's any, or to vote for Biden. Uh, I said, I don't know that there's any chance that that's the case. And sure enough, I mean, the, the numbers overwhelmingly seem to have gone towards Barbara and Fenton Fung. She ran a great campaign, plus, you know, it, it kind of evolved. She didn't just stick with one theme. There were different themes. That's right. Being married to a very popular, who's still there, Mayor Cranston, Mayor Ellen Fung, the two of them going door to door, they were very compelling. And, you know, the speaker, I, you know, to me, it's like the cat that had nine lives. He, he just, he did what he did. They were trying everything. Uh, there was just too much. Let's let's talk about the speaker's race, um, by, by all accounts. I mean, Back even, if you remember back in the spring with this grand jury with the convention center, we were hearing then that Sakachi was almost like waiting in the wings. Do you, do you see any reason to believe that Joe Sakachi will not be the next speaker? Dan Absolutely not. No, he is going to be the speaker. Yeah. Uh, it would be uh, – he would – at this point, John, he would have to not want to be the speaker in order to yeah. in order to not have it. And I think, you know, it's interesting. There are a lot of people out there you, – you, you, because – you and I, and certainly the rest of the media talk so much about Nick Mattiello. If you're listening right now, you say, all right, I feel like I know Nick Mattiello, whether I like him or I dislike him, you know, you, you get the picture, right? Conservative Democrat has had some trouble with, you know, uh, uh, certainly blurring ethical and, and legal lines, things like that. So who is Joe Shikarchi? I think there's a, a very, what's going to be really interesting is uh, make no mistake about it. Joe Shikarchi is a pro-business, uh, you know, very successful uh, attorney. Uh, he, he is going to, in many ways, represent the status quo, I think, when it comes to the business interests. You know, Nick Mattiello's great line that he always said was, I'm the, I'm the firewall between the progressives and between, you know, socialism and, and what we want in this state. Uh, I think you're going to, I think Joe Shikarchi is going to make a very similar case. He may make it in a more, uh, maybe a more eloquent way. Uh, you know, I, I think he's a guy who, um, you know, his, what his biggest challenge is, is you don't find very many people who don't like Joe Shikarchi. He's been around for right. a million years. Uh, he, yep. he, you know, he's been in politics forever. He loves the game of politics. Um, but he's also extremely successful as, a, as an attorney. And the, the question is going to be for him is, is he prepared to, when you're the speaker, the job is hard. You have to say no to, to a lot of people. It, it, the, the pressure that, that gets on you is very difficult. Is he prepared to be the speaker that 
you know, is willing to hold the line, say no, things like that? Or does it become a little bit more like a Gordon Fox who, whose reputation as speaker was he could never say no to anybody? And, and, right. and, and, and you know, he, he, he always said yes, and then he couldn't deliver uh, oftentimes. So it'd be very interesting. But bottom line, I'd be stunned if, if Joe Shikarchi is not the speaker um, and, and, you know, it looks as though, although this is a little bit early to say, it looks as though the majority leader, which Shikarchi is now, uh, will be a Providence Democrat, Chris Blazajewski. Folks, we're going to explore that, talk more about the results last night. Quick break. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732-1730. 732-1730. You can find them online letter J, jperrypaving.com. They're also on Facebook. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. What a difference it makes, how aesthetically pleasing it is. Folks, invest in your home, invest in your property, your business. J. Perry Paving, provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Hey, they'll offer a free estimate, any project. What a difference it makes. You could have a beautiful home, but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks, or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while, call J. Perry Paving today. This is also a great time of year to have that patio done. Seal coating, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Call them, 401-732-1730. They're the best, 732-1730. It's incredible. Asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new project, or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, looks beautiful. Hey, and the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. 
Maybe just thinking about it, this is the perfect time. Have that driveway done, patio done, J. Perry Paving. Call them, 732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at J, letter J, jperrypaving.com, and also on Facebook. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, and it does look that Speaker Nick Mattiello, his uh, reign has come to an end as far as unsuccessful in, in Krantz with Barbara Ann Fenton. That sets up a speaker, uh, fight for Speaker if there's going to be one. Uh, you you also have Joe Sicacci is the number two. Dan, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is with us. Folks, Dan, a couple things. Number one, all during the all the, during everything with Mattiello, one thing that Sicacci has been successful, there's been no mud on, right. on him from the Brit trial, anything. Uh, another big winner last night is potentially Gina Raimondo because Joe Sicacci and the governor are very tight. He, as you know, ran her campaign in 2010. So Governor Raimondo it has some, some pretty good options here. If, if Joe Biden wins, which we don't know if that's going to happen, she certainly could entertain a position in the cabinet. If he loses, at least for the very least, her last two years in office, at least she would have a speaker that she could she could work By with. By the way, couldn't, couldn't so, have worked out better for the governor, uh, uh, at least uh, seemingly, I mean, again, way too early to call the president the, the, the presidential race. But again, play it out. You're right. If Joe Biden is the, yeah. you know, becomes the president, certainly the governor is going to have some options. Her name continues to be floated for Treasury Secretary. Should be the first female Treasury Secretary. That's a big deal. Uh, with, you know, it's one of the most important positions you have to fill when you're the president. So you have that option. You're right. Then, you know, the way she navigated this speaker's race in particular was fascinating. Remember, she, you know, she endorsed. She was on a mailer. She endorsed Speaker Mattiello. So. She, yes. Nobody could ever say to her, you were petty, you know, you couldn't get things done in the House and you you either stayed out of that race or, you know, there were certainly plenty of Democrats that went with, uh, you know, Barbara Ann Fenton. Funk. But she she made the choice that politically, and by the way, you and I both know she did not want to do that. There's no, you know, she, she has no love lost for, for Nick Mattiello. Um, and no. so you know, she made the, the probably the, the savvy choice to just suck it up and, and do what Democrats do, in which case now she, she has him out of her out of her life. And you're right. I mean, you nailed it. Joshua Karch ran her campaign, first campaign for treasurer. They have been extremely close for a really long time. Uh, I think that, you know, in the event that either Donald Trump wins or she gets passed up for one of these you know, cushy or not cushy major jobs in the Biden administration. Um, I think she's going to be feeling a lot better about herself because remember, she's always gotten along with the Senate side because, it, it, you know, it's all about the laborers, right? It's all about building. It's all about jobs. And, and she's on board with a lot of that stuff. And so if you're with Joe Shikarchi and you, you know, you get along, she's somebody that, you know, they can have dinner together and they, they, they get each other. Uh, far more than, than the governor. The governor's criticism of Nick Mattiello privately would be he doesn't care about anything except for politics, right? That, that it has yep. nothing to do with any level of policy or anything else. No, and it, I, I think that, that Joe Shikarchi, Joe, Joe Shikarchi, is, Shikarchi is a political animal, but I think, she underst- I think she thinks that they get each other and they could work together. 
completely agree 100%. And also, this also sets up with Barbara Ann Fenton Fung of some behind-the-scenes with drama in the House with someone else who knows how to find votes and get herself elected is this is the return of Patricia Morgan is going to be back. And there is no love between those two. That is right. And by the way, uh, Patricia Morgan, uh, one of the unsung sort of talents when it comes to particular knowing her district i remember talking to yes to, uh to her early on in this process when she was thinking about making this comeback and she said you know she, she was she was enjoying her life she got to you know she was you know being a grandmother and doing her thing and she said but you know what i, I know how to win that district i know how to do this yep I, I think that they need me up there was kind of her her view of this um and yeah, she's not going to step aside for anybody. She will. She will go right into the fire here, and uh, and she's going to know how to navigate the place. And and by the way, Patty Morgan is intelligent. She actually knows how to play pretty well with the Democrats. She knows Joe Shikarchi very well. Um, she very will. Well. She will play the game. Um, and that's not in a negative way. She she will she will be able to get things done um, as best as a Republican can. She will be able to get things done up there. Dave McGowan, would you agree, though, that Barbara and Fenton Fung right now seemingly, no no offense towards Mayor Fung, but she's really the new star of the Republican Party, and she is a force. She is polished. She's got Cranston behind her. I saw last night on social media people already putting out that maybe she would run for governor in 2022. Well, look, she, she checks a ton of boxes. Uh, she ran a yep. fantastic campaign here. Uh, and remember, look, the, the, you know, behind the scenes, I think there are a lot of people who questioned her uh, instincts during the 2018 governor's race. They, they, there are a lot of people yes. that would say that Alan Fung, uh, you know, was always always had an uphill battle, but but, you know, that, that she did not help him in, in a lot of ways. She has turned herself into a fantastic candidate. Uh, she, she certainly looks the part. She, she, you know, she understands policy. In what we, you and I talked about the, the two debates that she did on TV. She came across, most importantly, forget what party she's a part of, anything else. She came across as a serious policy-minded person in those debates. Yeah. And Nick Mattiello came across as you know, a, a person who only cares about politics, who constantly has controversy. And, and that's going to help Barbara and Fenton Fung. Now, her question, the question is going to be, you very quickly, even if you're a powerful Republican or if you're, you know, you, you've got a lot of buzz to, when you're in that chamber, you know, you have to pick your spots. Patty Morgan's very good at this. You know, you have to pick when you want to fight with the leadership, when you want to say all Democrats are bad, or, or do you want to actually get things done? Um, and the pressure on her is going to be, she needs to deliver for Western Cranston because people there will remember that the speaker, you know, if, if nothing else, certainly sent plenty of money back to that district. Good point. And also speaking of Cranston, it looks like uh, we do have a new mayor and he's he again, you and I had talked about he he was very comfortable in his campaign. And it was a campaign where uh, Ken Hopkins was was able to just stay in kind of that grandfatherly role of social media. A lot of pictures of him campaigning with his grandkids and took time out on Halloween. And um, in all due respect, I, I never understood the, the Bucci campaign because it was kind of like, um, you know, the, they were content to just go along with the way that 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 it seemingly that he was going to win. And he did, unless something changes, yeah, he the, did the win. One thing I would say, and, and I, I agree with you, it, it looks 
all accounts to me look like uh, he is going to narrowly, but he is going to win this race. The one thing I'm watching a little bit, remember, the mail-in votes are in, but the early votes are not in Cranston. Right. And if you look at the mail-in votes, uh, I believe Marie Bucci won by about 2,000 votes there. If that margin is the same, remember, early voting is going to be a little bit larger than the mail ballots. It, you know, it, there, there is a scenario where she can close the gap, get to, you know, three or 4,000 votes, uh, you know, a, a victory there. And that would put her over the top. So keep that in mind. But again, working off of this theory, and, and it's, it's what I agree with you on. Look, he ran a, <laughs> I wrote this on, on Tuesday in the election, pre, in our election preview. He had a scenario here where he, he was either going to ride the coattails of Mayor Fung and say, you know, this is every, I'm attaching everything to him. And that was going to work. And it appears it did. The other scenario was he was going to get complacent, right? He, he overwhelmingly won that Republican primary. Maybe he wasn't going to do enough. Maybe he was going to think that Mayor Fung was, you know, was, was more than, uh, you know, was, you know, was, was more important than he, he is or something like that. But doesn't look like that. Boy, Mayor Fung is the kingmaker in Cranston. Uh, and, and it certainly looks like Ken Hopkins is going to be able to pull this one out. Folks, a quick break and more election results. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 710 7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can 
And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. At It's My Health at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in. Swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, uh, just rounding out some mayoral races. Seemingly no surprise in Woodsocket. But, boy, I I don't know who saw this one coming other than when I would go to um, in Warwick. I attended some of those Trump Rocky Point rallies. One thing I noticed right away with the amount of these Pocosi signs. And there weren't, I mean, they were everywhere. Every time you go down West Shore Road, make your way there, those Pocosi signs were everywhere. So I, I think that's a he, that's a, a huge stunner last night, other than from, by all accounts, Solomon uh, did not run a very visible aggression. No, I, honestly, I, I was texting with somebody, and I, I'm not going to pretend that I know the inside and outs of war politics, but I was texting with somebody who was very close to, to Mayor Solomon, and they just flat out said, we had no idea this was coming. Just completely missed it. And, uh, you know, hard yeah. to say exactly what it was. A couple of things that come to mind. Remember, Warwick has historically, you know, Scott Evadesian was there for a really long time. Historically, at least in recent history, it's been run by, uh, uh, you could argue whether Scott Evadesian is a conservative or not, but a, a more moderate level Democrat. The other problem, or a more moderate yep. level Republican in his case, and Frank is an independent. Uh, the other thing is, you know, Joe Solomon has, he's been around for a really long time. He's part of the Solomon family. Uh, he's a lot like uh, his cousin, Michael Solomon, who was the former Providence City Council president, ran for mayor. And the thing is, is that you, you rely on your name. You rely on sort of the, the way things always work. You know, you, you, the, the traditional votes and the traditional ways to campaign. But when you get kind of punched in the mouth and you don't know how to run in, a, in really a modern time, right? I mean, Joe Solomon, be, gets, remember, he gets elevated to mayor after being the council president. Then he has kind of a, a, a not a very serious campaign to officially get elected mayor. So this is almost like the, um, uh, uh, the Conley race out there in, in, in the state Senate where, where you, you get into office and you just don't know how to actually run a serious campaign. And right. I think I think there was a, That's right. you know, there clearly was a surge of the Pocosi family. 
one, they're very well known for those, you know, the, the Christmas lights, uh, very involved in, in the little league out there. And, you know, these are the things that win you local elections. Whereas the mayor who's, you know, kind of always in the suit who you only see at the ribbon cuttings, maybe doesn't have as much of a connection to the community. That is an excellent point. And then, um, and that's, you know, the, uh, Warwick has a, a, a long way to go, could be certainly improved. Cranston next to Warwick and Cranston seemingly is more in 2020. Warwick seems, you go into Warwick. And again, I lived there at one, one point in my life. I went to high school there and relatives there. I'm in and out of there. I live in a neighboring community. Going into Warwick seems like it, you're going back in time. I feel like it, it, time it really does. You know, I know there's there's some development that has happened, and and, and that certainly Mayor Solomon would argue that there's been a lot that's happened. But the the old school nature, both in the way it looks, just the aesthetics of the of the city, but also I think the way the politics works. And by the way, you know, aside from the fact that that this was a pretty heavy landslide, uh, the other part of the you know the, the this whole idea of the way things always get done. There are no fewer than, I would say, four or five prominent, both Democrats and Republicans in that city who passed up running for mayor because they said, yeah. ah, you know, it's really hard to be an incumbent and it's Joe Solomon. And, you know, I, don't, I know he's not the best mayor, but he's not the worst. And uh, I, I'm aware of three or four off the top of my head who considered it or at least were approached about it passed it up and what happened the independent comes in takes it over and, and wins at a landslide that's right Dan McGowan, what do you make of the heavy turnout is it all because of the easiness of just sending in a mail yeah ballot? i think or i what, mean what do you make when you can get this sent to you you know the the the, the uh, application just sent to you in the mail i think that's number one um i you know certainly look rhode island's a pretty blue state I think there were a lot of people who wanted, certainly in the cities, you know, look at the Providence numbers for against Joe Biden uh, or against Donald Trump. Uh, so I think that's what, you know, I think that's what drove it. There's, you know, uh, and you can turn on any television station, any cable news, and, you know, all they do is feed into you that this is the most important presidential election of your life. And let's, let's be very honest about that. That is code for it's time for Donald Trump to go. That, that's what the cable news, uh, certainly CNN and MSNBC, were telling people. And so if it's beat into you, you know, a lot and you, you know, happen to get that mail uh, application sent to you, I think that's what drove the turnout. And by the way, I mean, there's no question this is going to be the, I think, the largest turnout in 100 years nationally. And, and, and I think it's the same thing. The ease of access to it is what drove this. It'll be really interesting, assuming the world is normal four years from now, how much of a dip th this takes, because I think that'll be a sign of, you know, voter apathy and things like that. Um, you know, unless I suppose the, the bright side could be maybe this is the new normal, but more likely, I think you'll see a massive fall off four years from now. Do you think the progressives had a big night last you know, night? For in a while, to, to, to go back to where we started this conversation, for a while, I thought it was going to be a progressive wipeout and, and it, it was looking pretty bad. But yeah. look, the, the thing that the progressives, whatever you say about what they're, um, you know, what they believe in and, 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 you know, policy minded things, that's a completely different conversation. The thing that the progressives are good at 
is they're really good organizers. And I had I was text messaging with a, with a very prominent progressive organizer just minutes before you and I got on the phone. And they said, look, we know how to pick spots and we, we know how to count votes. That's how we do this. W what they were unable to do is really... Uh, uh, you know, pick up more than they, uh, maybe more than they thought they could. And then there are little things like Woonsocket, which seems to be going very far to the left over the last couple of two, maybe two, three years. Uh, the council, all the progressives on the council are wiped out or the candidates are wiped out. So, you know, they, they were defeated there. So I would say it's I would say it's a, I would Big say it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, look, the progressives are always going to have a seat at the table when it comes to statewide kind of policy matters. The question for them now is, and they've been bad at this, is once you're in the office, can you guys come together as a block and can you, you know, affect budget issues? Because what, what traditionally has happened is, you know, the speaker, whether it's Mattiello or Shikarchi, or likely Shikarchi, they find... If they pick off one or two of them, you know, that you throw them some legislative grants, you give them a nice title, and suddenly, you know, now they have to vote a different way. That's what traditionally happens. That's what you're going to have to watch for here. If the progressives stick together and they vote almost blindly loyal to one another, they're a major force. If not, they're just, it's just another, you know, uh, a couple of new people in the House and the Senate. What do you make of um? Boy, that was a big swing wow. in the state name change uh, compared to ten Huge. years ago. I, big I was time. surprised, John. I saw some polling uh, that was done, I believe, at the end of September, early October, and I can tell you with absolute certainty that the folks who were running this campaign thought it was going to go down hard. Uh, they believed that there was no chance this was going to pass. Um, you know, the, the, in polling. Men overwhelmingly opposed this. Women were for it, but men overwhelmingly opposed this. And uh, you started to see the numbers. And I'll tell you, I, I, I almost text messaged you late last night because the, the Providence numbers weren't in yet. And, 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 and I said, boy, yeah. there's 20, 25,000 Joe Biden votes here. And let's assume that, you know, maybe not all of them, but let's assume that a bunch of them are actually with, uh, you know, are, are going to support this name change. And if you look at it, if you look at the Providence vote, I think Joe Biden, uh, I think he got eight, almost 80 percent of the vote uh, in, in Providence. Uh, the, this name change got about 79 percent of the vote. So there you go. Really incredible. And, and then also, uh, you know, there were some good Republican candidates. Uh, Doreen Costa, that was a tough race with the Pat, uh, uh, Matt Mannix jumping. Well, he was the third. And you have the progressive candidate. I think I Costa would have won that in a yeah. two-person race. But she went down defeat, and then you also had uh, newcomer Scott Zambarano, Pat Cordalesa, Giarusso, and then too. also uh, yeah. boy Anthony Giarusso, really tight, three hundred votes. So Dan McGowan, all in all, um, the vote some votes still need to be counted. Was was this an election that Nelly Gobia feels good about how she handled, or will she have some questions? I mean, I, I think they're, they're, she's going to have to, and the Board of Elections broadly is going to have to figure out sort of why believe that we were going to get results, you know, in a relatively orderly fashion, and then we didn't. But I think at the end of the day, uh, yeah. you, look, let's, let's also be very clear. Nellie Gorbea wants to be the next governor of Rhode Island. 
She did nothing in this election yep. that she did hurt her image or hurt her in that pursuit. Now, did it overwhelmingly did it overwhelmingly help her? I would say no, but it got her out there. She was the face of this thing. It seems as though we've had, you know, no real major security issues or anything like that. So I think it's a net positive for her. Um, but I, you know, but I don't know that it's suddenly she's the rock star of Rhode Island either. No. And, and something just in going forward, the Republican Party has to figure out the Providence vote is is controlling Rhode Island. The Providence vote picks the president. The Providence vote changes the state name. The Providence vote. Uh, you know, picks the statewide offices. The Republican Party needs to figure out how they're going to counter this or it, it's just going to be, you know, deja vu all over again. Folks, each day, and he has been going an overdrive at night with the uh, national uh, newsletter. How can people yeah, start the day? Very by simply, uh, I think today I broke the rules and I, I was out just shortly after 8 a.m. But generally speaking, every weekday you're going to get hmm. new reporting, new insight, new analysis from me, uh, completely free. Uh, right before 8 a.m. And the easiest way you can do this is send me a blank email. So don't have to write anything other than rinews at globe.com. rinews at globe.com. I'll sign you up. You'll start getting emails first thing tomorrow morning. And I think, generally speaking, people really seem to like it. And, and again, you're going to get lots of new information uh, that you're not really seeing anywhere else. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. We the next time we'll touch on the governor and where we are with the pandemic. But for now, uh, hey, great keep job, up the Dan great McGowan work, John. Thank Globe. you. Thanks, Dan. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods. Third-party brokers for your company, your housing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies? You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300.